Okay, Jared Jones, uh, we're back. It's Thursday. What are we talking about today? We're going to be talking about name, image, and likeness. Uh, about a month, month and a half ago, it, it kind of took the took the college community by storm. So okay. yeah, we just kind of discuss, you know, different perspectives. Okay. So before we get started with uh, that, uh, what are we drinking? We have like Salty Crew, a blonde ale. How'd you pick this out? You know, I would say I was looking for certain notes and blah, 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 blah. But honestly, blue is my favorite color, and it's a blue can. So Yeah, it's kind of a nice can. I yeah, like the yeah, boat. It says a boat beer, and first taste, pretty good. We'll uh, we'll give everybody a, a, a real review probably in about 30 minutes. Yeah. And um, it is our sixth episode that we're recording today, and we actually have our first sponsor. Um, so shout out to Chance Willis, who just happens to be, of course, uh, my brother, he has listened to our uh, second episode uh, that we went live with yesterday, and he reached out and said, "Hey, um, I want to actually sponsor you guys. How does it how does it work?" And he bought us the today's six pack, which is pretty cool. So he actually was kind of inspired a little bit because the last uh, pod- podcast was all about healthcare and yeah. how to maybe have a little bit more personal responsibility. Yeah. He just so happens to be a personal trainer, health coach, uh, and what he says, a total badass that's dedicated for your health <laughs> and well-being. So if you're interested in getting out of the, off the couch and um, you know doing something about your fitness and health, reach out to him at Chancy underscore lifts uh, is his Instagram uh, yeah. profile. Yeah. So uh, let's yeah, he's actually it. done quite the transformation himself. I'm, I'm pretty proud of right? what he's been doing the last I think so, year. Too. He's taking it pretty seriously. It's, oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It is super, super cool. And he's helping out some other kids, uh, which is awesome. Yeah, he was telling me about that. All right. So, name, image, and likeness. So, uh, just kind of equal the playing field or just make someone you know, conversational about it. In short, up until this season, in fact, I believe July 1st, if I, if I remember right, if you were a college athlete, you could not monetize or make money off of your name, image, and or likeness. Uh, and, and kind of what that means is let's say um, University of Southern California, Reggie okay. Bush, yep. number, the number five jersey, you would see that from California to Florida to Maine and everywhere in between, right? USC and Nike, who was making the jersey, was making money hands over fist of this, you know, famous number. And I'm just, I'm using Reggie Bush. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about college athletes. Uh, EA Sports, you know, with the NCAA video game, et cetera. I mean, everyone is making a lot of money off of these high-profile college athletes. And, and, you know, we're talking predominantly, you know, the basketball stars and the, the um, college football stars, et cetera. And, and it really wasn't fair. I mean, we're talking billion-dollar organization, NCAA and, and Nike and stuff. And, but it, it's to protect their amateurism status? It, was, it wasn't right, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I'm actually really happy. <sighs> I'm conflicted. Overall, I, I don't think it's – so. just for all my listeners, so I actually used to be a Division One college athlete. Uh, I played football in college at the Air Force Academy. Now, admittedly, that's that's clearly a different tier, a much different tier than like a USC or a Texas or Bama or something like that. But still, um, th- this would impact me if if, uh, if I was still playing, of course. But um, I, I thought about this. I, I, I did a lot of reading um, probably the last week or so since we decided we were going to talk about this. It's not a slam dunk that I originally thought it was because I really started to think about the second and third order effects. Yeah. So, um, okay. Yeah. So maybe I have a couple questions. So yeah, for all of our listeners, I'm definitely not, um, out of all these topics that we've went over so far, this is probably one that I least read on, which okay. is probably interesting because it's probably the most in the news recently. Yeah. Yeah. It's, right? it's been a hot topic. Um, hot topic. Uh, but for everybody that's listening, I really have normal TV, so I don't really get to watch any sports or anything like that. So that yeah. might be one reason why I don't know about this. 
So from my understanding, um, this has always been the the rule in college athletes. They, they don't get paid Correct. since pretty it, much it's, ever. It's to protect the amateurism status. Got it. Kind of like Olympic athletes, they don't get paid kind of thing. So um, you don't get paid for the four years or five years you're in college mm-hmm. while you're participating. And then after that, you can. there's not like a contract or anything, right? You can go sign any contract you want with anybody. Yeah, outside of the scholarship, uh, they are not getting paid. But I guess for a compensation standpoint, you are getting a free education. Got it. Got it. Okay. So where do I lie on this? Um, it's kind of a weird one because there's, I think there's reasons on both sides. Should the athletes be getting paid? Well, they are doing a job. They are yeah. actually doing something with their body. Mm-hmm. Now, are these people, are they worth anything when they get to college? What's, uh, what's kind of the ratio between like when you go to high school? Because you're not getting paid in high school. Nope. Okay, so do you think the line should be high school sports too? So no? honestly, I just don't believe there should be a line. Oh, oh wow. I, I just don't understand the reasoning. I don't care. I, I mean, I, I think I was scrolling through uh, LinkedIn like a couple of weeks ago, and I guess there's this badass uh, nine-year-old. I can't remember his name, but I guess in a 100-meter dash, he's like beating people like three or four seconds. He's catching every football. He's yeah. doing these amazing drills, and he's the next greatest safety in the world or something. And he could sell his likeness now, right? Like YouTube videos and stuff? Yeah, yeah, I mean, so the parents can, you know, make a YouTube video for him. And, you know, I think he's, like, sponsored by the Under Armour's Rock clothing line as a, as a youth oh, adult yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and then yeah. he would have to drop all of that as soon as he gets picked up at college? That, that I believe that was, the, that was the case. I'm not sure on the legalities as far as... Because Before he, and after. Exactly. That, that's where I get a little fuzzy. But I just don't believe yeah. there should ever be a line. Because I, I feel like that's... From, from a greater picture here, yeah. you, you know, why should we ever cap anyone from monetizing their ideas, their efforts, their, their abilities. Yeah. So here's my, maybe my two cents where I'm thinking I could see why it probably was set up this way. The amateur thing's interesting. I don't think that's a very good argument to be honest. I, I, that, that was the underlying argument. Of yeah. All this. Yeah. Th- I, this was not Jared's opinion. No, this is what it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We want to protect their amateurism or whatever. Amateur status. Yeah. Status. Uh, that's not a very good argument because what is amateur? It's just essentially what someone wants to say. I'm an amateur. I'm a pro. Yeah. Pro means that I'm getting paid, I think, yeah. right? That's the difference. So, yeah, we are we are officially pro podcasters, man. <laughs> yeah, because we're getting paid for our very Dude, first Yeah, podcast. we got our first sponsor, yeah. So now all your college athletes will become pros? In in the eyes of, yes, I, I guess. Okay, so now we have two pro leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you, you, I guess you can say that. So the NFL and the college pro league will then compete at some point, you think? Uh, no, no, no. Those are two different calibers. Okay. Yeah, those are still two different calibers. In all sports or just in maybe in football? Ooh, that's that's an interesting question. I I would I want to lean towards all sports, but I, I'm sure you're going to hit me with no. I don't know. I'm just I don't know. I, let's just talk about the big ones because yeah. this is who basketball, basketball, and football. baseball, football. Probably. Let's, let's just talk about basketball, and football. Those okay. are the big ones. Those are the big money. I mean, because everyone uh, there, there's this misconception that like, oh my gosh, you know, college athletes are just going to be worth you know millions and millions of dollars. We're we're talking about. So, so to make it to the D one status, you're talking about one yeah. percent of, of athletes as of itself. One percent of those are. Actually I, I think one percent of those one percent are going to make money. Okay, like real money. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. So this is yeah. where we, where my argument maybe starts kind of coming together a little bit. I think the whole image likeness and name name, name image likeness yeah. nil. Oh, okay, name image likeness um, situation really is such a small portion of the college athletes. Yep. Now, what happens though if I was a college? Right. These are the people that actually kind of create the uh, ability for these athletes to make any money yep. long run. Yep. So why am I going to get scholarships out anymore? You can go make money, figure it out. 
I, I, have, a, I have a program for football. I have a program for basketball. I, and yeah, I want you to come to my school. I'll give you some incentives of some sort. But if you're going to come here and I can't make money off of you in my program, I created the stadium. I created the school system. I created the weight rooms. I created the, uh, the, uh, the, the coaching room. atmosphere, yeah. Yeah, the atmosphere for the right coaching. Yep. So why I'm not, I'm not getting paid absurd amounts of money for these athletes. I'm getting paid probably for like some jerseys for like two guys that are on my team for my football or two, three guys, maybe on my basketball team. And are jerseys really that big of a moneymaker? I'm guessing it's probably the broadcast rights. Yeah, probably broadcast. I mean, I would say uh, bowl games, big okay. moneymaker. So would would an athlete get paid for those things? No. No, no, no. So, so not it's, not perform- it, it's not performance. Okay. It, it, it's purely um, Cody's Barbecue House. Man, I saw that stud, Jared. I, I played ASU for, the, for this uh, for this example. Yeah. You own a barbecue house local uh-huh. to Tempe, maybe yeah. just outside ASU's campus. I'm a stud linebacker. Uh, you know, I, I maybe tweet like yeah. I like to eat a lot or something like that. So you want to sponsor me to promote Cody's Barbecue Joint? Yeah. That that's, I, on my name, on my image, on my likeness, I am now promoting your business. That's what it is. Yeah. So I already took a risk by giving you a scholarship and all these free things. Mm-hmm. I gave you a lot of free stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so I'm a college. Who, who's you? Okay. I'm the college. Okay. I'm the university. Got it. And I said, hey, you know what? I'm going to take a risk. I'm going to take on the. Three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar risk okay. by bringing you to my school, boarding you, paying for your meals because I think all yeah. that stuff's paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's a free ride. You're gonna get everything free. Um, you're also probably gonna get some cash for you know, you know, make sure your car works and stuff like some. I think small it's like things. a thousand bucks a month. Yeah, or a thousand bucks some a semester stuff, or something like that. Right? It takes care of you. Pretty small, but it, it takes care of you more so than the kids that don't get the scholarships. And, and stuff, right? Which okay. is fine. Whatever. Yeah. You're, you're you're working for the college at that point, yeah. so you get you get this contract that you negotiate. You're working for the college, almost like an employee. Bingo. Fashion. Okay. Yeah, you kind of are, right? Yeah. You you, yeah. you sign a contract that says, "Hey, we're going to give you this free stuff, yep. which has a dollar amount worth four hundred thousand dollars." Okay. And now, by the way, we don't want you to be a liability, signing contracts with China or some weird association, okay. Bob's Barbecue. I don't know. But I want to remove that liability because I don't want to be associated with you now saying, oh, you know what? I'm going to have a deal with three colleges locally. And I'm also going to say, hey, these are my local colleges. They're not the university. or So I want to – and this may be just a legality type of situation. But I think the, the reason this was originally created was probably just to say, hey, we're just going to remove all the liability. These college athletes are not their own. They're not – they're barely adults in some cases. So we're just going to pay for everything. You get everything for free. And then when you graduate, you can get paid as much money as you want when you become a pro. So I guess you're saying, hey, you become a pro when you're 18 years old. I'm saying you become a pro when you deserve to become a pro. I'm not trying to cap. I'm not saying everyone should get paid. I'm saying Hmm. whatever your abilities, whether it's in sales, whether it's in uh, athletics, I don't care. Whatever skill set you have, you should be able to monetize it appropriately. Yeah. I, I, I see... I see that side too. I don't see I how you don't. I see. But yeah, yeah. The problem is, is the university side. Why would I offer these? Because a lot of kids go. And why the hell do I want to go there then? Well, you still have to offer me that. Why? That, that, that's kind of like saying you have a base salary. Then why do you need a commission plan? No, no. All the universities, right? So they are all part of the same NCAA. Uh, all Division One yeah. universities. Yes. So they all say, "Hey guys, now that we can't and division now that we can't." I, yeah profit off of this like name image and likeness or anything like that we still need you know this we still need players but we don't need to give these scholarships oh they we? can still profit yeah from the broadcast rights and, and the jersey sales and stuff the jersey sales, isn't that their likeness and their name 
So that's actually kind of interesting. So it, the individual brands can, so um, th th that's a great point. So to my understanding right now, and I'd be curious to see if someone understands or uh, if I'm maybe I'm misinterpreting it. Because I was getting it at like nothing they could sell now that has no, to do with a player. No, 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 no. That's not, like it. That's not now, it at all. It can't, you can't, we cannot as a university put Jones on the back no, of the jersey. No, it's just that I can profit as well. Let's say I can go directly to uh, Nike. I can go to Adidas. When, I don't. Well then, you can't. No, Nike and Adidas wouldn't do that. They no, can't. They have likely two. wouldn't because they would. They no, would they be. Can't. There'd be a conflict of interest there. So maybe, maybe that was a poor example. I'm talking about. I can go to Cody's gym down the street and I can promote Cody's gym. Okay, so I can't get a Nike sponsorship. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about that. Maybe I misspoke. That was probably a poor example. So I don't think so because I'm sure the school will have some conflict of interest if they're yeah. athletes. That's why I was having such a yeah. problem with it. I was yeah. thinking if that's no, no, no possible, the school are still making a. A lot of money. I have little to no sympathy for the school. Well, I also don't know. I have that much sympathy for the, the athletes. Oh, I do, 100%. These athletes yeah. are coming in. They're getting a fantastic deal. Right? I, I, if I, they, would, I wouldn't say fantastic. No? No. Okay, so you go to high school. Okay. And now you're you're fantastic. At your, 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 let's say you're the 1%. Okay. Yeah, go to D1. Yeah, you're going to go to D1. Now, you're not 1% of D1. Okay. You're... 50%. Okay. You're not going pro. Yeah. Right? Now you're, you're a solid college player. Yeah, you're a solid college player, but yep. you you know, you probably go through two years, three years, whatever it is. Hey, this is great. I get free college. Yep. I get my meals paid for. I get a free education. Yep. All this cool Fantastic. stuff. Fantastic. Yeah, right? that's awesome. And then I also get to do what I love. Yeah. Play basketball. Play football. Badminton, yeah, whatever. whatever it is. That's a good deal. And it, I don't, it is, I, a, I, I don't it know is if, a good deal, yeah. Okay, I don't know if people would be wanting that for that deal to go away. Would that deal go away, you think? No. No, no, no. So, so this is actually why I'm only 60-40 on it. Because I, I truthfully believe, I don't care if it's business. I don't care if it's athletics. I don't care whatever it is. That's the beauty about America. If you are skilled in something, I believe you should be able to monetize it, they regardless are, of age. Oh, so I'm not arguing, but they are monetizing on it by getting the free stuff. They're getting forty thousand dollars. What I'm, what I'm saying, stuff. what I'm saying is, there shouldn't be some overarching rule that caps your monetization ability. So, do different call aren't different colleges they're worth different amounts, right? So, like Alabama probably has a higher tuition rate, or maybe the rowing team well, at Harvard. When, when it's all free, though, if I go to ASU as a full ride scholarship guy, or if I go to Bama, I don't know. It's all free. It's not like they're giving me a check yeah. and saying, "Hey, you have to pay this tuition." It's just a free ride. Yeah, but a free ride to a college that is much better. I think they're going to choose the better college, probably, right? No, no, no. They're going to pick the the one that's. If you're like a four or five star, like a blue chip guy, you're going to pick the one where you have a, a good national championship, or you have a coach that recruited you. That's what I meant. Better is in the sports program. I'm oh, sorry. okay. I didn't yeah. know if you meant academically. Yeah, no, okay. better in the sports program that they're going to choose. Yeah, but why why have a cap on what I can earn? Yeah. No. Why, that's why some governing yeah. official uh, governing body as the NCAA? Cody, hey, you are probably our most profitable player in the entire NCAA. Like, literally, my ratings go through the roof whenever you're scoring yeah. five touchdowns a game. Well, it was that guy, Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel, yeah. He was probably pretty profitable for Very. Texas. Texas A&M, yeah. Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah. So, let's say, let's put him maybe in perspective. So, he's probably profitable for them. He got a free ride, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Right? Of course, he was a scholarship guy. Scholarship yeah. guy. He was a quarterback. So, you're saying, okay, hey, great. You get this $400,000 degree for free you get this free board and room which is probably worth another hundred thousand dollars over four years whatever it is yeah hey johnny you're also able to go sell your name image likeness to all the local texas a&m businesses the ea sports the video game people the the local gym that you want to promote um you can now start selling stuff via instagram just by you promoting it stuff so like that yeah. doesn't that come in 
like an interest conflict when like say EA Sports has deals with like the NCAA or or like the college? Like doesn't the college have a relationship because doesn't the college need to show their likeness on the game? So EA Sports, the NCAA video game actually had to stop being produced. I think it was about 6 7 years ago now because they're like, "Hey, wait 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 a minute. You guys are making <laughs> millions of dollars here on people that literally the, the players myself, I was in the video game." Yeah. And I didn't get a dime, but yet you're using me and only me. Uh-huh. Well, not only me. That's like yeah, yeah. everybody you're else. using people like me. Yeah, to to, to profit. That's so not, what they do now. They, just put like they do not have a game. They don't have a college football game. Oh, yeah. And maybe they just started up, but for a while there, they didn't have a do college they football game. Pay the pros that don't they have oh, a yeah. pro version? Yeah, yeah. So the Madden and, guys. Yeah, and they get paid like a couple pennies or something like that. I, I don't know the pricing yeah. model. Yeah, yeah, I don't get it. So, anyways, okay. that that's I just don't believe. In any government or any governing body like the NCAA or anything that you should ever cap someone's monetization ability. Yeah. If you earned it, if you deserve it, why should you? Now, well, I, well, I think the contract is. That's. I'm not arguing about how you can cap somebody, but if you sign a contract, you shouldn't be able. To, that's where I'm kind of. Wondering. My contract is my letter of intent to attend your school, and it also says in there, "Hey, by the way, your image likeness is my own for the next four years for me." So if it said that on there, would then would you have a problem? If, if that's a, that's an agreement. Like, hey, by the way, by attending my school, I'm going to help you. I'm going to fast track you to possibly a pro spot if you're going to come to Alabama. Yeah. Would you sign that now? So I, I like guess that's a good deal. No. I guess I guess my problem was, is whenever organization like the NCAA or anything are making billions, literally billions of dollars, uh-huh. and you're pimping out these kids, putting their health online. I mean, look at all the the horrible research CTA that's going out got- there for CTA. Um, arthritis in your 20s. I mean, yeah. torn ligaments, broken bones. I mean, stuff that's at times like irreversible damage to these bodies. And they, yeah, they're but not. That's also a choice thing. Too, it is. Though. But yeah. you should be able to monetize that. It's a choice. Yeah. Yeah. But they anyways, are moni- they are monetizing so it, kind of. The reason why I'm only 60 40 on it. Mm. Yeah. Been trying yeah. to get this one. Yeah. Because of what it can do to a team. Because I think we kind of called it out. Look. We're talking about one percent of guys go to a rich guy. There's going to be a rich quarterback every time, every single power five school. And then honestly, uh, I don't again. Yeah. So Texas and Oklahoma, they are actually going to be joining the SEC. Just for your knowledge, I'm not sure if you're too versed in that. The Southeastern Conference is arguably the most powerful conference in sports or in football, at least. And now one of the two biggest brands in the Big 12 in order to compete uh, from this name, image, and likeness to my belief. What you're going to do is you're going to create a huge divide because that is a recruiting tool right now because Alabama's unproven starting quarterback, projected starting quarterback, hasn't been named, is already worth a million dollars in name, image, and likeness deals. So in order to compete, you have to be with the best conference and so on and so forth. So I'm actually afraid of the competition in college football now. Well, you're going to get pros and amateurs now. and that's So, a, that's so a honestly, what I think should have happened, while I may have disagreed, what I think should have happened is you should be able to re, uh, what should have happened is the rule should have been eliminated from both the NBA and NFL because the the rule is oh high school you have to serve oh, you have to serve that's yeah yeah, yeah. Air Force guy. you have to go through um, four years you you no, no uh, you have to be removed from high school three years to go to the NFL and one year for the NBA yeah and that's, and that's, that's a LeBron thing he he fell through the cracks right right before it it, it, it would always kind of switches because Kobe did it too yeah I, yeah I don't know when it goes on when it goes off but for the for the longest time to actually all of my memory I think the NFL stayed at three now of course the argument is their bodies aren't ready but again 
I just don't believe in rules because there are some certain freaks out there. LeBron won yeah. Rookie of the Year as an 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid. Yeah. So there are freaks of the world. I just don't believe in – like, l- look at all the success stories. Whenever you hear of a Harvard MBA or yeah. Harvard undergrad dropped out and created a billion-dollar company. It, like, that bothers me. Why do you have these rules that prevent people regardless of skill – no, no, I got gotcha. you. No, I, I think I understand kind of the situation there. I think the rule for high school, maybe the issue is that, hey, if you're whether you're good enough to go to pro at high school level or college level, you can do it at either one. I, I actually think that makes sense. Yeah. Right. So get rid of that rule. That's kind of an arbitrary. Is that a pro uh, a pro league rule? Yeah. I'm uh, yeah. It's NBA, NFL. Okay. And then because heck yeah, even in the MLB, I think you can get drafted in direct. High yeah, yeah. yeah. MLB so you can get drafted direct. So it must be NBA and. NFL, and I could see actually, though, an issue there with your body not being totally built. That makes actually sense. developed. Yeah. But there are sometimes exceptions. There's some why, safety why, there. Why put a rule? Yeah. No, no, I understand. Yeah. I understand yeah, the no me. rule. No, the no rule thing on that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I graduate high school. I go to, I can't just go directly into the NBA, NFL. I cannot, no. But I'm going to be one of those, let's say, top 5%, and I'm going to get my name, image, likeness, I'm going to get some money from this. Yep. So now there are two kids on the team, three kids on the team, right? A couple of linebackers, be, quarterback, and maybe a running back. Yeah, maybe a stud wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, right? we're, talking, we're talking maybe five, maybe 10% meanwhile, of the team. Meanwhile, all of your, your linemen, meanwhile, uh, all the guys on the bench, those guys are just getting the free college tuition thing. Everyone else is getting the big bucks. You're not getting any money at all. Okay. So, so in an organization... Yes, I know, I know. Wait, is there no disparity? In there is income? disparity, okay. but now all of a sudden you have pros and you have amateurs competing against each other, literally from a team to team, because there could be a team that there's nobody that's actually a pro. Yeah. And now you have an amateur team Interesting point. facing a pro team, right, where there are, you know, maybe five of their offensive guys are all pros, right? They're wide receivers, they're running back, fullback, and also the quarterback. And maybe one of the line oh oh yeah. guys. Those guys are all pros. And now you're like, okay, well, are we got two pro leagues now? Do we have two amateur leagues? Now yeah, it gets a, a little point. it gets a little confusing. It gets real cloudy real quick. Right. And now all of a sudden NFL's like, well, maybe we should be competing against that team because Alabama's maybe so good. And honestly, they're getting paid the exact same amount as half the guys in the NFL are. Right? They're getting they're getting more than the minimums. You what's the minimum? Eight hundred thousand? Sure. Yeah. yeah, and you said some guys are going to get paid a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. The Alabama quarterback is up a million dollars, I think. Well, that's now. In five years from now, yeah. it'll be a million yeah. for half the team. So now you got a whole team that's getting paid more than the minimum in the NFL for pro guys. Well, now does Alabama now become a pro team? You yeah, see, that's, that's actually that's actually a fair point. Start shifting around. I, I get that, but if they're worth it, I'm okay with paying. I know. It. I know. It's so weird. what if there's two pro teams? So or pro leagues? Who cares? So what? No one's forcing you to play. Because think about it. The the the, the bottom guys, the walk-on guys, even the walk-ons. Yeah. They still get an opportunity to play uh, willingly. It's not like no one's no one's being no forced, one's forced to play. Yeah, no one's getting forced. Right? So if you don't want to go big against the big bag titans that are, you know, gonna just destroy you, okay, well then quit. Yeah. No, I I think <laughs> I think this might be a I, I'm I'm not trying to say like it's a hundred percent. I I like your sixty forty. There are problems with it because of the disparity in a team atmosphere that that that's the disparity not only with your own team i think other teams too Mm. right i don't know yeah honestly it's it's going to create what it's likely going to do i'm curious to how this how this comment will date to you know look back on this episode in five years oh you're doing a little foreshadowing here i i I think i think in uh 
Because right now, look, you, you got your perennial powerhouses. I mean, you got four or five teams yeah. that continuously are always in the playoffs and you're always talking about them, right? I think in probably five years, maybe three to five years, I think you're going to have maybe only 10 teams in the entire college football that matter that truly ever matter. I think it's going to be the top 10 and then 11 through 25. It's just whatever. Like you, it's going to be almost, I, I think it's going to really kill the sport because I don't think you're going to see anyone outside of the Texas, the Oklahoma's, the Bama's, the Clemson's, the Notre Dame's, any of those, those true, those blue blood schools. It's going to be kind of boring. You'll never see like a, a University of Central Florida make a run for it. You'll never see um, like an Air Force Academy, you know, get a get a fly at like you know twenty three, twenty four ranking anymore. Like and that kind of sucks. Because what will happen is kids coming out of high school, they're the going talent. to go ahead and say, okay, well, I want to go to the school that I can get the name, image, likeness, biggest paycheck. Yep. And Alabama already offered me a free deal. And I know that if I go there, I'm going to get the biggest checks. So, you know, it's actually kind of interesting. So to, to kind of further that point, um, I was reading a little bit about it. So I guess the University of Georgia, the iconic Power G is what they call it, that, that logo of theirs. They are not allowing their NCAA athletes that are, you know, capitalizing use it. to use it. But University of Tennessee, an iconic big T, is allowing their athletes to use it. So it's actually really interesting. This has almost become a recruiting tool, even from a logo standpoint. Yeah. Kind of interesting, huh? So I, I actually think you're hundred percent right. That exactly will happen where you mm -hmm. get your, your, it's going to kill NCAA football. So you get your top schools that already have a good name yep. or a semi good name. Yep. They're going to, whoever's the smartest in the game will recruit. Cause you're only, you're not going to get more good athletes. You're going to get the exact same every year. Right. But now they're all going to go to specific schools. Now, here's where maybe I'm, I don't know much about, but in pro pro sports, there are yep. caps. Correct. Salary caps. Yep. Per team. Yep. So, but in Not this on endorsement deals. This I is purely know. from. Yeah. Yep. So here's the problem. There's no way to do that. Now, do you not believe in salary caps? Because that's weird. No, no, no. So I, I don't, I understand why they have them. It's, it's because in baseball, I don't think they actually have salary caps. I think but, they do. I think you have to pay like a tax or something if you go over a certain amount. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. They pay but fees. Like in football, I don't know what it is, but let's call it $100 million. Yeah. Like your roster cannot yes. be more than $100 million or whatever it is. Yeah, per year. And I get it in order to keep the league competitive. Otherwise, you get three teams every Exactly, because Jerry Jones buys I'm, it. Yankees buy it. It yeah. would be wild to see what Jerry Jones would pay for a stack team with no salary cap. Yeah. He would go broke. But um, So are, are you saying like we should just cap endorsement deals? No, 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 no. I don't like that at all. Okay. But I think this opens the door for a problem then because your problem, you're, you already stated it's a problem where now you're going to have five, six teams that are going to rule the entire league and other everybody else, non-existent. They're not yeah. going to even have a team. Yeah. So every year we're just going to be looking at six, seven teams. Yeah, I, I, I actually think it's going to be a detriment to the NCAA. But honestly, I, I think they do so much crooked stuff. Like I, I mm. can care less if they fall tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. So you think the call? So you don't think that's bad for the long term benefit for college athletes, though? Like now, all of a sudden, the NCAA falls. There's no conferences. There's something else that comes in. Yep. They, they they can't do any, they can't go backwards. They're gonna have to do the exact same thing. So college athletes now don't have the same. Because do you think that there's value in the four or five years that college athletes have to get into the pros? Do you think that adds value to their becoming a pro? Like, oh, that's those, a, that's a good question. That's a good think, question. You, so, do you think like high school kids could go to pro? 
You said earlier that there's so, no so way. But. I just don't think they should be capped on the inability to, is what I said. No, no, no. I So, know, yeah. so actually... Um, For your value. You know, I, I try... <laughs> I try hard not to, to always make the same point. I feel like a broken record almost, but I'm actually kind of worried about, honestly, uh, I, I'd be curious to, to ask you this question before I get my appointment, uh, before I get, make my point. You're 19 years old. Uh-huh. Cody, you're a stud, uh, NFL caliber ready quarterback, yeah. and you're at ASU, right? Yeah. You got just being bills thrown at you. 19, so I'm like, you're 19, 20 years old. Yeah. You're stud. I okay. mean, everyone's just throwing stupid yeah. amounts of money at you. Yeah. Do you? Likely piss it away. Oh, you'll spend every single dollar. And some. And you know what scares me? Taxes. Oh, yeah. I won't pay any of that. I don't what, know what, what tax. So that actually kind of scares me. I, I really hope, and I haven't seen anything like this. I researched a little bit today because I haven't seen any schools because they took a huge hit. Like universities, I think it, I was reading um, University of Michigan lost like, it was something crazy. It was like $67 million or, or something. In what? In... I don't want to say revenue, but call it revenue, I guess. In, in like tuition fees, et cetera, from 2020. Why? Because the pandemic, I guess a lot of people like uh, said, hey, I don't want to go all all online, you know, pay the same amount. So they just kind of withdrew. Oh, yeah. So they lost $67 million. It's revenue, dude. Is, is it these called revenue? Business, I, I didn't know if I was allowed to call it revenue. Universities? Yeah. It's revenue. It's okay. business. Yeah, sure. Let's it just, sounds soft. Let's, let's call it tuition. Yeah. <laughs> tuition yeah. sounds so much nicer. It's still but, revenue. I know, I know. They have costs, they have revenue. Yeah, I'm just making a joke. But um, <laughs> it, it, anyways, so they lost $67 million. So anyways, I was, I was doing this little Google search. I was like, hey, man, like if we got these young kids, because I like to think of myself as a fairly responsible person, but if I rewind to when I'm 19, 20 years old and I'm putting myself in the, in the cleats of some stud Alabama, Texas quarterback Please. that can just... Exactly. I'm Please. going to piss away every dime and some. Three right. houses, all the cars. All of them. All of them. All of the... And all my non- boys, too. All my boys, too. Oh, yeah. They're all eating with me, well, because right? they can't actually afford any of this. Exactly. Two, three guys. Yeah. So anyways, <laughs> I'm actually really scared for the... And now you're going to get bad pros. They won't make it to pros. Those guys will go to depression. Well, I was in jail. No, that too. Yeah. Oh, no, that's... Because so they you, won't be able to pay their taxes. You went to the extreme, right? Okay. I was thinking, like, they, they will not go pro, right? You have, like, the Johnny Menzel problem where they just go down a bad rabbit hole or something. Yeah. Um, even though you make it to the pros, guess what? Does he exist now? So, so anyways, I just want to kind of finish my point. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. because of this lost revenue, because I, I, I forget what I searched and how I got down this rabbit hole, but it was last night and it was something like an, an NIL department, a name, image, and likeness department. Oh, at a at a school. Yeah, yeah, like some some sort of team that needs to coach these guys. Like, hey, that's awesome that Bob's Barbecue wants to sponsor you, but you know you have to pay X Y Z in taxes. You have to, you know, hey, let's actually start looking at an investment portfolio because what I'm afraid is going to happen is you know some some sort of predator type agent, you know, if you will, that is going to obviously advise them poorly, and it just scares me because at the end of the day, we are dealing with kids. So I don't agree with, I don't agree with capping monetization ever. I think that's one of the great things that makes America great. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I do believe though in providing them the tools to learn how to properly utilize this newfound money, the, this newfound wealth, this newfound um, ability to. Well, can they pay for those tools? They have all this extra money. Again, would you consider yourself a responsible person? Today, not that exactly. So now you're asking for more stuff for the college to do, and they just lost a bunch of money. I know, I know, and that's what I'm talking about. That's why I said 64, man. You're, you're I, going, I was honest. Yeah, you're going both directions. Whenever I originally that. brought this subject up yeah. the other week, 
I thought I was going to be 100% one way. I know. It's weird. That's why I thought I could probably maybe convince you a little bit. And I don't know if I got you to 64 or you did it yourself. No, no, no. Honestly, but, it, was, it was my own research because yeah. I was thinking purely as a player, like, yeah, you know, F these guys. You know, yeah, we deserve it all. You know, all this yeah. stuff. No, no. That, and, and then I started to, thinking about it. I, I wanted to take a step back. I was like, man, it, there was a couple more points. Yeah. That I didn't I, – no. Like at 60-40, I'm still yeah, for paying the players. I gotcha. I gotcha. You got the universities, right, that are going to give – they're taking all the risk with these players. That's where I kind of am like, ah – I, that's why it takes a lot for me because I'm like these universities take a lot of risk. They take medical risk. They take payment risk. They take all these things. Then you have um, the actual contracts that they have to sign with each university. Which I don't know if I was a university, why would I not have them sign this over to me? Like, hey guys, I'm gonna take care of all. I, if I'm Tennessee, if I'm Alabama, I'm gonna say, hey guys, yeah, we're gonna use your image likeness and you're gonna get 10 percent of it. We're gonna do the agent stuff for you. Ooh. We're going to do the agent That may stuff. be the best point you made. Right. Is that a recruiting tool? Right. Oh, no, definitely. Man, because I think I think it, that's a selling to the parents. That's not selling to the kids. We'll do the tax that's stuff. That's selling to the parents. We'll do the tax stuff. We're going to do all of your things, and we're just going to kind of say, hey, guess what, dude? At the end of four years, you're going to get a nice big bonus check, whether you graduate or not, or whether you go pro or not, I should say. Now, you could do it in annuities, or you could do it in like a bonus check, however you want to... Uh, set that up. I kind of like that, maybe. Man, I don't hate that. I don't like that's thought provoking, man. Okay. So you're thinking it could be a recruiting tool to, yeah, say, hey, you're gonna get Cody. You're a stud quarterback, man. I want you to play for me. You're probably gonna be a three, four year starter. But man, do you really want to go to Bama? Because you know you're going, and we're assuming I think we're at Tennessee in this example. Do you really want to go to Bama? Where yeah, you can make a lot of money, and that's cool. You're going to make a lot of money here at Tennessee. But I'm just going to manage it for you. I'm going to use your name, image, likeness. I'm going to you know vet the deals and vet the vendors. Yeah, yeah, that feels a little slippery slopey to me. But initial response, you know, coming off down the fly, I don't hate it, man. You're going to go. You're going to do that to Bama too, right? If you go to Bama. Um, you're going to have the exact same situation occur because Bama's going to have like one agent that runs this entire department. Oh, yeah, probably. Right? Yeah. And that one agent will come in and he's like, hey, man, you fucking show up and you can do your job. And yep. if you're a star, I'll make you $100,000 a year. Yep. I'll make you rich. Okay. So, uh, all right. Let's take a little break. Yeah. Let's do take a little, break. little, uh, little beer action. Beer review. So, Salty Crew, I do not hate it. It's actually pretty good. What are your first thoughts, Jared? So you know I'm weird, mother beers. You know, you know I, uh, I like I like my little you know little little fruity, little hoppy. Um, so first of all, it is solid. It's it's a solid drinking beer, but it doesn't have a little pizzazz for me. I, I like a little something that you know makes me remember it. I, I feel like it's kind of a blonde, I'm a bland blonde ale. You know, so honestly, if you're looking for a rating, Blander, I'm going, you're going three eight. Yeah. I'll give a solid 3.8. That's a pretty good rating for being bland. You know, three would be in the middle there. Yeah. Well, it says here on the can, what's a boat beer? It's a beer that's crisp, versatile, refreshing, and award-winning. Okay. It, I think it's all of those. Um, it's from Coronado Island, it looks like, from uh, in San Diego area. I'm going to go, you said 3.8. I, I said it wasn't bad. I didn't think it was good. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a 3.0. Oh wow! Yeah, that's, that's funny. Crazy. You said it was good. I said it was because I like it's a good drinking beer. But yeah. when uh, you know we've given a couple fours, four pluses, and that's whenever it has little oh yeah, little little something something for me to remember. It's memorable. This is not a rememberable beer. Yeah, by no by no means. It, 
I guess I guess our scales, and I'm sure we'll continue to evolve them and refine them. Yeah. But if it, if I give it a four plus, it's memorable. I'm probably gonna go buy that after this podcast again. Exactly. I I would say, hey, if someone's drinking this, oh, I'll, hey, throw me one. I'll exactly. But I'm not gonna go buy it. Okay. So, um, I guess. If you're, if you're table. king for a day, man, mm-hmm. you are the commissioner of the NCAA. Yeah. Or actually. So I had a question. I, yeah. I couldn't find this information. What's up? Maybe you knew this better. What What is the profit of the NCAA? Because I saw a bunch of revenue numbers, and I looked hard. Everyone always says billions of dollars that the NCAA brings in. Now, hey, that's great and all, but if it's <laughs> – $8 of profit, well, I don't know if they have actually a bunch of money just to cream off the top for this image, likeness, and name situation, name, image, likeness situation. I couldn't find it. I was looking online for a little while. Um, I think I saw $4.3 billion they brought in um, in the uh, FBS league, which I think is a Division One, and then I think they bring in about a billion dollars in March Madness for uh, basketball um, the last couple of years, which is huge numbers. But it's not that big if you have literally hundreds or I guess maybe thousands of staff members that are supporting this. So do you have a, a number for profit or a margin number at all? No. Because it is a nonprofit organization. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and that, that, that bothers me, man. So that's, that's what I was trying to figure out. And I don't think anybody in there is probably making absurd amounts of money. Like you don't hear about that. Like you, you, you hear about you know players making absurd amounts of money in the pro league. Why do we know that the commissioner is making say like ten million dollars? I don't. People would know. Like we know that about where, where, goodwill. Where, where in the heck is the money going then? Well, you, dude, that takes a lot of work to manage all those contracts with the broadcasting associations. That takes a lot of work to work with every single college. You have probably like four or five agents per college, right? Then you have to have like player agents. You got probably lawyers out of the wazoo because you got injury sh- stuff going on all the time. Yeah. Right. So there's a lot of stuff that I, I think the NCAA is probably a pretty big organization, and it's nonprofit. I, that's why I was trying. To, I was like, man, maybe it's actually justifiable to some extent. Oh hell no. Okay. There's okay. no freaking way. I can't. I can't codify or whatever the right word is. I can't put into words. The level of crookedness, I guess, is the the oh the twenty dollar word. If you want to, there's no freaking way with the with the, all the viewership that the, the college football playoff alone. Those what what is it? Two games, three games? Yeah, yeah. The the, the current system is three games. Mm-hmm. That generates what six hundred sixty six million or six hundred sixty six hundred seventy million dollars. Is that just like in those ad three, revenue and stuff? Ad revenue, um, like just. just Sponsorships. I mean, the there's no freaking way, no way. NCAA the video game mm-hmm. from EA Sports. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It looks like a licensed deal to me, so it's not like a huge. It's probably like a royalty per game sold. I don't know. I smell a little of a uh, passion come right now out of you. I'm just saying, it's, yeah, a, it lot smells, a lot of passion. A lot of passion. Smells like passion. Look, let's let's curb it because you're getting yeah. passionate here. I yeah, love yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. I, I I can't help it because honestly, I I think. <laughs> The, the the absurd rules of the NCAA is okay. it, it really angers me. It really angers me because they, they are capitalizing, they're monetizing at times underserved, underprivileged people, and that really bothers me whenever they're doing the work and they're not getting the reward. 
I, I'm a big, you put an effort, you get rewarded. And I understand that, look, a scholarship is a huge deal. That is, yeah. un, unfortunately, not a lot of people get an opportunity. And, and, and at times, it's undervalued because of the crybabies that athletes are at times. Mm-hmm. And I was one of them. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they are generating a hell of a lot more money for the NCAA and for the institution than most students. Yeah. And that's where I, I, I agree with the, the money that the player is supposed to be able to make. But they're not actually worth anything when the college makes the risk. And that's where I'm like, it's like a like it's, Does the athlete not take a risk every time you strap up? Yeah, but that's a, a, a choice. Just like the business has to make the choice, right? So it should be a symbiotic relationship, not a parasite mm. relationship. Well, whenever one person just sucking off the other. Okay. So maybe let's take this into maybe the business world. Right? Okay. So when I hire somebody, so I'm Cody Willis Incorporated. Exactly. Got it. And uh, let's say we sell beer, and I'm like, you know what? I need a beer sales guy that's going to go around to all the local Circle K's and go sell beer. Jared Jones, um, let's go ahead and onboard you. Love it. Okay. I'm going to pay you thousand dollars a year. Cool. And you're going to get some bonuses. You can make upwards of seventy thousand dollars a year. Awesome. Sounds great. Now, do I make any money off you in the first year at all? Nope. Do I make any money off the second year? Maybe? I hope to break even. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm taking a risk because within what eighteen months, you're horrible. Yeah. Guess what? You get fired. Yep. Or you break your leg. If we're in the college. Yeah, in sports. I see where you're going. Right? So I just took a risk. I made this stadium. I made this entire situation. You get free college no matter what if you break your leg or not, don't you? Nope. Oh, really? You have to pay some of that back? Okay. What if it's something... Yeah, you can lose your scholarship. Okay. You get cut, you You, can lose your scholarship. What if it's on the field during play and everything like that? Oh, see, that's a... Isn't there some gray area there? I I think there is. You got to understand. So obviously, I went to a military academy. So the scholarship got me the appointment, essentially, after some interviews. So... I don't know. I actually am not that well-educated, well-versed as far as... I do know you can lose your scholarship. Yeah. But I think it has to be things that you do out off the field. Well, what if you're underperforming? What if What yeah. if all of a sudden yeah. you're a, you're a you're big a fish in a small pond? Yeah, you're drunk or something sure. like that. Sure. Yeah. You're a big fish small pond in like a, some little podoc high school yeah. in you know, rural or USA. All of a sudden we bring you in because you're a stud yeah. and then all of a sudden you can't hack it. Yeah. You get cut, you do lose your scholarship. No, yeah. I meant like an injury. Like so so that's, that's why I really don't feel that sympathetic and... The whole risk thing, mm-hmm. look, college coaches only care about how healthy you are and how good you are. Yeah. Only two factors they truly care about. Yep. So with that, let's say I'm underperforming. Mm-hmm. And let's say they do cut me. Because I, yeah. I, I do know they can cut you, obviously. Yeah. Where's the risk? I mean, you're taking a season risk. It's not like it's a four-year commitment that you're making to me. You are taking a season risk on me. Yeah, but I had to put a lot of money to make all this even possible, the whole stadium that is retrofitted with all these teachers that now are going to babysit you. Or, yeah, I was good enough in high school that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pretending I'm a five-star here, yeah. five-star recruit. I was good enough in high school to where you had to do that just to pique my interest. Yeah, You had to do that to be competitive. You didn't do that for me. You had to do that to be competitive. Be competitive in the market. So yeah. I got to pull the people in. You have to have, you know, eight. the video games and the locker rooms and all that jazz. You have yeah. to do that, that to be well, competitive. That's, that's in any business, right? So if we were selling beers, there's another beer guy locally. Oh, yeah. And I'm hiring. They're hiring. It's, it's almost like, you know, Google uh, making the nap pods famous and the unlimited work 
from home and the mm-hmm. unlimited vacation. It's People just, just have to adapt. It's another perk. Exactly. You have to adapt. You have to you have to differentiate yourself. You have to want it to where it's like somewhat of a an even playing field. Because let's say uh, Jared's Brewing Company, wow, hey, man, Cody's Brewing Company is only offering 50. I got you 70 plus three weeks of vacation to his 50 and two weeks of vacation. You know, yeah. you have to normalize it. So that's all they're doing. So I really don't feel bad about the, the de-risking and they're taking all the risks by building the stadiums and the locker. Yeah. You have to do that to, to even pique my interest as a, as a top recruit. Okay. You know what? I, I think I agree there. I think you're right. It's, it's the, it has to happen. And from a college athletic standpoint, like a, or an athlete that's going to go into there, they're going to have offers from these different schools. Yeah. Now, now where we're arguing now is, is think like what's the best way to do it so that we don't have pro amateur situations. I think that maybe that might be where I, the I think, is. I think because I agree. You know, I, I know, I know. At times, we like to say, "Hey, if we're king for a day, how do we solve this?" After we kind of made our points, as, as we're kind of coming to a close here. I truly think a way to kind of right the ship a little bit, because right now I, it's just veering off, but I think it's going to get real bad real quick. Yeah. I would say within the next three years, we're going to see a different college football. It's not going to be, it's not going to be college football that I love, honestly. Don't more, more people like college football over NFL? Isn't there like a pretty oh, good Oh yeah. I mean, man, there, there are certain people that have cult following. Hell, I was talking to CEO the other day and I almost badmouthed Clemson and it would have cost me the deal. Hmm. Oh my gosh! I mean, you have people. So why why do they like college football more than the NFL? Because I don't know. It's really interesting. So I know you're not a big sports guy, but whenever I feel like it's it's a little bit more tangible. Like whenever uh, you know this guy, he didn't even go to Clemson, but uh, whenever you have those iconic, those blue blood schools like a Texas or Clemson or Bama, whenever you are actually like you know buddies, you know I'm sure you you rooted for Air Force, Mm -hmm. you know because you knew me, of course. So like whenever it's a little bit more tangible to where the pros. You know, you hear they, they are always taking their stances on one fence or the other. So that kind of rubs people the wrong way. And they're kind of crying about oh, X or crying it about Y. It feels celebrity status. It does. So it feels uh, a little bit more real. It feels a little bit more tangible. Hometown. You know these guys. Hometown. You know what I mean? So that's where the, I think the true fanatics come from. That makes sense, yeah. actually. So I think that's what it is. I mean, I've never really researched it, but that's just, you know, off of the confidence. Well, there's there some NFL teams that have those kind of followings. Yeah. That are similar, but yeah. not NFL. Every NFL team has Exactly. It. To where I, I would say the good majority of, of Division One college football teams have a Colt following. Some bigger than others, oh, obviously. Okay. But they have a Colt following. Okay. So you, you're, you're about to say, and I kind of cut you off there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So In three I, years, so it's going to off. It's going to be What are you going to do? So if I'm king for a day, right now, I go to... Um, I'm trying to think of the, the commissioner of the NBA. I'm drawing a blank on his name. I'm going to Roger Goodell and the commissioner of the NBA, Pud Selig, David Stern. I can't remember. I'm going to the commissioner of the NBA, mm-hmm. and I'm going to Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, and I'm the commissioner of the NCAA, or whatever the, the president of the NCAA, whatever it is. And I said, hey, guys, we need to figure out how to remove this rule. I understand you're, you're worried about you know players' bodies and, and development and stuff. But oh, we the, need to the remove the rule. The exactly. Rule. We need to remove this this rule because at least in NFL, if you get three years of college, sometimes you can knock out an associate. Sometimes you can actually, you know, benefit yourself. But this, it's almost laughable whenever these kids do one semester at University of Kentucky or Duke and then they go to the NBA. It's not, come on. Like I said, it's a joke. Mm-hmm. How so is that going to help him? What it's going to do is it's going to shift, you know, the pros because you can go make a, 
boatload of money. If you are actually ready, if you are that good to where you're getting the hundreds of millions of dollars. Good, good point, good point. So Jared. you take away the pro. You take away the barrier to entry to be mm-hmm. pros. No, no, actually that's that's a you still have to be good enough. You still have to be drafted. You still have to be elite. You take away, but it's the, the elites. It's the top one percent of the one percent. Exactly. You take so away the point so one percent exactly. that are going to earn all this extra money. Then you'll get some guys that are earning some money, but not. But it won't the ones be absurd money because if you're truly earning absurd, pro. you're probably good enough to go pro right now. Because that's why oh. I'm giving you so much money. So if I'm king for a day, okay, I go talk to the commissioners and I say, "Hey guys, we got to work on this rule because you're going to kill my league." That's what I do. And I'm going to give you players faster than you would have. It, it's a, it's a good mutual situation. I think you just changed my whole mind right there. That, yeah. Why didn't you start with this, Jared? Well, that would have been a boring podcast. Make it one beer deep. and well, it, it's, it's, not, it's not too packed. I want to finish this beer right now because I, I love that idea. Yeah. I'm going to say I am case closed. Yeah. I, I think if I'm king for a day, man. So you don't even know the guy's name. Give him a call, though, because you have you have the idea. I, I think I do. I, I'd be curious. Actually, guys, you know, by the time even, we release this. Table? Is that on the table? No, I haven't heard it yet. So honestly, guys. In the comment section, I, w- I would love to hear a re- rebuttal to this. I would love to hear your perspective. You know, by the, the time this gets released, I'm, I'm sure we're going to have a pretty okay following. Maybe some yeah. people that we don't know, then I don't know their perspective, and I would really love to hear it. Yeah, the only argument that I could possibly see, and we'll as finish our beers here in the last couple minutes, um, I think the only argument is, is the NFL guy will say, hey, man, I'm worrying about CTE, CTA more than ever, and I don't want these 18-year-olds coming into my league or 19-year-olds coming into my league so what do I do? That, that wow. would be the only That's thing. interesting. So you actually are saying that the NBA and NFL will have a reservation. I would actually say the reason why the NCAA president oh, wouldn't want to is because I'm losing my top talent. I'm, oh. losing my viewer, I'm losing my viewer count. Yeah, but, but if he's thinking long term. Short term, you yes. Are you compensated in the long or short term in business? I think those commissioners are in there for a long time, aren't they? They can be. Yeah, they're yeah. like CEOs. So hopefully they're thinking five, 10 years. But and there are some CTOs, I'm sorry, some CEOs that live quarter to quarter profit earnings, right? True. So, so it, it all depends on their vision, long or short term. But like Goodell's been there for what, 10 years? Ish. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. They should be thinking five to 10 years. Well, every, every, every leader should. Unless it's but a brand new company or something. what I'm saying is there are some people that yes. think very short term. Yeah, he's about to retire and so. he's thinking, guys, I... That's interesting that, that after I made that point, you thought of the, the pros and I thought of the, the college there. Well, the only reason I thought that is like if, if I was the pro leagues, the only reason that rule exists is we put it in place ourselves. Right? We put it in place for a reason. So now I need to go back on my word. Reevaluate. Well, I need to go back on my word. Why did I even put this in place? That probably is why, a reason that I hate. People get, I get hated from. So I need to go say, hey, you know what, guys? Um, it's not that big of a deal, actually. That's a pretty hard thing to do. I just I just think, I don't know if we can phrase it as, hey, it's not that big of a deal. It's just one of the things we're saying, hey, if a, guy's, if a guy's good enough, yeah. let him play. Yeah. If It's a choice that he's making. It's not like I'm saying, hey, let's just start drafting all 18 years. I still want to drop the draft the top talent. I just want to have some arbitrary rule in my way. So. I'm good. Jared. Good, good man. Cheers. Yeah. Conversation. Thanks, Appreciate guys. it. Hey, see you guys.